Welcome to Between Place Stock Market Strategies. And with us today, analyzing the venture market, we have Alain Bellin, CEO of Bid Capital and Fine Wines. How are you doing, man? Good morning, uh, Albert. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I noticed that uh, you put your key name over here, uh, The Bid. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, well, uh, you know, that's what they call me, right? We said in the last uh, episode and, uh, you know, we got to keep it like that. So let's let's keep it real. Let's, let's keep yeah. it real. People call you The Bid. Let's call you The Bid. All right. So, so Albert. Yeah. Before we start. Go for it. Like you, like you say at the end, do your research, prepare, plan and execute. And in every venture, capital, that's what it's the most important thing is doing your homework. So you got to do your research, do your due diligence, prepare yourself, have a plan of execution, and then go on it. So let's start this way this morning. That's awesome. Honestly, that's awesome. That is our motto here. That's very cool that you bring that up. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, you know, and on that note, uh, Alain, um, the bid. Let's let's look into something here, you know, because we're analyzing the venture market, which is really important. But I think it's also very important that um, we should be looking at other ones. I know there's an exchange that just came out recently that we won't get too much into, but well, let's let's look at the. Uh, which is the neo market. So for all you out there, we will talk about that eventually. But between the CSE, uh, the Canadian Stock Exchange, and then we have the venture uh, venture markets venture exchange, and then we have the Toronto Stock Exchange. Could you just get into a little bit of what's the differences between them? Uh, differences is more probably uh, if you look at the, the between the CSE, the uh, venture, and the Toronto Stock Exchange. Well, you know, the Toronto Stock Exchange is more of a senior exchange. It's been there for uh, so many years, and it's more the big capitalization, the banks, the big large caps are on there, and the regulations are more uh, uh, more strong on the Toronto Stock Exchange. And when you're looking at the venture, venture was uh, comprised, I think, on the, I think it was the, uh, it was the Alberta Exchange, Vancouver Exchange, Montreal Exchange just merged all together and became the Venture Exchange, which was more the little smaller cap, micro caps, uh, more the risky companies and uh, more maybe that's where I look to look at the gem because that's why you're trying, that's where you're trying to do five, tenfold on, uh, on uh, companies compared to uh, to the Toronto Stock Exchange, more uh, you know traditional uh, large caps that will give you a good dividend, maybe more uh, more money in the treasury, bigger projects. So, and then there's the CSE that came upon. The, I don't know if it's five seven years ago because uh, with this pandemic, we don't know how many years it's been. It's true, we, being locked two years that we. That's right, being too locked up two years of our lives. Yeah. You know, we lose we lose track of time. Uh, yeah, exactly. And the CSE was a bit to uh, compete with the TSX venture because a lot of companies uh, uh, want to go and they didn't have the funds to go on the venture. And uh, the CSE was more of a, that was more easy to go on uh, with the laws, the regulations was easier to go on. If we look at just the marijuana space, uh, most of the companies were on the CSE, then went to either the venture then went to maybe the Toronto Stock Exchange, but CEC was easier 
they didn't they don't ask for as much uh, for companies to get on it and i think the fees are much less and that's why at the beginning it was a very uh, it was an exchange a lot of pe- a lot of companies went on it because the volumes weren't there but as the years progress it's a very very sustainable exchange it's a it's an exchange that's very competitive and uh, cheaper to the venture exchange. So a lot of companies now, they look, you know, when there's not money out there, harder to find, uh, to, uh, you know, finance companies. Well, they'll look at alternatives that it costs less for them to uh, get on. Uh, you, When you talked about the NEO, I think it's a couple of years I heard about the NEO. I don't know a lot of companies on it. I think, and I got to verify again, but the NEO exchange, I think was done just so there's no more algorithms, less uh, people like exchanges is more direct, uh, more probably uh, institutional buyers and sellers. And also maybe, uh, you know, how can I say retail investors are, are more, astute to the trading and not having different all like algorithms and if you look at the venture exchange right now there's you could go and trade on 11 different alternative exchanges which is not fair for someone that doesn't have all the exchange so you see a bid and ask but you don't see all the algorithms behind it and it's, I think this should be, a, you know, the regulation should look at that because it's not fair for every individual, you and me, retail investors that don't have all those uh, tools to see at all the algorithms, all the other exchanges. That's so, so interesting that, that so, you know, Alain, that's very interesting that you are bringing that up because we are moving now into a different, you know, and, and, and I know that uh, this is still on topic, but like off topic, on topic type thing. I was listening to um, other, uh, you know, other, let's say like uh, SEC, you know, bodies, you know, I was listening to other, you know, um, not corporations, but institutional uh, bodies talking about sort of what you're mentioning now, which I find really interesting because what they're saying is, is that we're, they're trying to move away from the, you know, like the whole, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news, you know, they're looking to, yeah. to, you know, when a company has good information, you know, or they put something out that is like, you know, positive, the stock shouldn't be dropping, the stock should be going up. So what you're saying is very interesting about the exchange, uh, which um, we could probably look at that more in the future. But I think that with 2020, with all the people getting on, retail investors getting on, learning about the markets and flooding the markets with, I don't know, millions, billions, you know, just flooding the markets, people getting on from all over the world, because it's just become so easy now for anybody to just say, I want to go and put money in that company. So I don't need to go get a stockbroker. I don't need to. Yes, it's good for if you need some financial help and whatever, but if you have done your own research, you've prepared, you planned, you executed, right? You do it and, and, and you listen to yourself, you know, you, you, you know, and if you do need a financial planner, you do go get one. But the point is, is that it seems like 
the future of exactly what you're saying, they're looking to, to, you know, have more algorithms that are more fair and uh, to, to, to the retail investor as well, because the institutions have stuff that we, we don't have that we can't see. And at the same time, now they're looking to, to, to put things in place to stop this buy you know, the rumor, sell the news and all this kind of stuff. So you're bringing up really, really great points. And, and, you know, I think that with that, we, we should look at a little bit of risk because risk plays into all of this, what we're saying. Yeah. Because uh, just to give you an example, sometimes uh, you get somebody calls me on either co any company that I could be representing or any company that they want my opinion. And then they go, uh, so I give them my opinion. Then they call me back. They go, I went and buy it. It went true, but I don't see it on the exchange. And they're wondering what happened. And so I go, well, you went on the uh, on the, an alternative market. And the people are like, what do you mean an alternative market? So, you know, it, it, it should be regulated that there's one exchange easier. If institutions want to do trading out of uh, like the normal market, so there's blocks to sell because they're going for you know, one account to another, they could go on these other exchanges, but having 11 to 12 exchanges and it's like people wonder and wonder what's going on. And these algorithm, it's computerized. So you could yeah. program that you're going to, because it costs them nothing to go in out half a penny, they're making money or zero, they're not losing money. So, yeah. and uh, some of these traders, uh, you know, they, they get paid to do these, uh, they get paid to do these, uh, algorithm so it's not fair for the just monsieur tout le monde like they say uh yeah for any for everybody out there for yeah. everybody out there because they don't understand and like you say right now you get to some uh, like you don't want to do a business with a broker not because the broker is not doing a good job it's because uh, you got some platform it's costing you zero to buy zero to sell so you could go flat on a trade get out of there and the uh, guy uh, the guy's happy and yeah. uh, like he he did his homework it didn't work but he didn't lose money on a trade as a broker you'll get a good broker and he'll charge you minimum a hundred dollars or 75 95 dollars a hundred dollars yeah. and that you're lucky yeah. So, uh, you know, but brokers are, you know, it's, you don't know what you're doing. It's good to have a financial planner or a broker, especially a broker that knows the industry, knows the markets, at least he could, you know, it's like uh, helping you out because uh, with, well, now with, the, with the crypto markets and oh. all these young people, you know, they buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Well, you know, they're doing so many trade small trades and you know they're not there for a long time and you know if they're not if the exchange would be regulated that there's only one exchange it'd be easier to see where the real prices are and it's not algorithms that control the prices of the stocks yeah i see what you're saying i mean when you're, we're talking about algorithms you know we have like one of the biggest ais artificial intelligence out there uh, for BlackRock. BlackRock yeah. is like, you know, I mean, trillions yeah. of dollars <clears throat> in assets and their AI is just uh, phenomenal. So, but Alain, when we uh, talk about these different types of markets, all right? Yeah. Risk. When I'm looking at risk, you know, does one exchange, you know, is, is and one exchange better than the other when, when I'm looking at risk? 
Well, risk, uh, you're right. Like risk in the exchange, you know, it's it could go up, it could go down. It depends on the bids of the ask, how much. Uh, of course, when you're in a senior market like the Toronto Stock Exchange, I think that the, the homework has been done by institutions, everything, the risk is diminished. But it doesn't mean that uh, you don't have a company that's on the venture or on the CSE that has a, a large market cap. I, I remember when I was a broker, I had this company called MTY Food Group that was, uh, I did a trade to get the, a block out of that stock at 50 cents because we're getting a, it, they were in the technology and then they started the food uh, uh, in the uh, shopping malls. And I crossed when I was a broker at 50 cents, 500,000 shares in my book. Stock went to $60 and it's dollar, giving a dividend. And uh, it was on the venture exchange till about what? 30, 40, $50. And when it went to the Toronto Stock Exchange, because it costs you more when you go to the senior exchange. So not all companies have the money to go on the senior exchange. But when they went, it's because they had institutional uh, holders, institutional were putting pressure because funds were coming in and they were saying they wanted, it would be better if the company would be on a, a senior market. And they finally went on, but from 50 cents, it went to 40, $50, 40 something dollars before they went to the Toronto Stock Exchange, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, yes, when you get to the venture and the CSC, yes, those are more micro caps, micro, micro caps, companies that has ideas uh, <clears throat> that want to go on the exchange because companies, they go on the exchange because funding, they need money. They, it's easier sometimes to get money on an exchange than doing it privately because at a point, friends and family have so much money. Uh, but uh, that's why they go to exchange. So could, they could put it to the whole out there to everybody out there. And it's sometimes easier to, to get. So, so yes, CSE, venture, micro caps, more risk, like and less uh, uh, compliance. And then when you go to a senior exchange, Toronto, well, more expensive, more compliance, more funds will feel comfortable because you went through the, all the regulation to be on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Okay, so I see. So, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but to be fair, uh, we always should be looking at the financials of a company because um, even though we've diminished the risk, like you're saying, because all of that makes absolute perfect sense, why would you, you know, and, and the institutions are there, so all this kind of stuff. But for an individual company, because that's, a, that's a, I guess that's globally and uh, that's the macro um, environment of the exchanges. But when it comes to individual companies, is, is there less risk for um, CSE, a venture, or a .to? I mean, like, yes, we've diminished the risk. Yeah, globally, diminished the risk. But, yeah, because, yeah. But should we always be doing our, our work, always, our research? Always, always, always. Because, listen... Uh, you know, you never know. You get uh, you get a company. Uh, we'll take a company that was in Africa. You know, a gold company. It was a Quebec company. Uh, Semafo was in uh, Africa, and then uh, you know the stock was fifteen dollars. Doing everything was well. Bombardier, when nine eleven happened, they went destroyed. You know, so they were on senior exchanges, but you'd never know what could happen in the environment. If you take Semafo as an example. 
well, Africa was dangerous. And then they got, you know, they, they're, they're trying, you know, their uh, people need money. So they're coming, uh, the army is coming in and they're, uh, you know, shooting the employees and they're yeah. stealing yeah. employees. Wow. You can't, you can't, that's wow. political risk. You can't do anything. Bombardier, 9-11 happened. The stock was $15. Bang, goes to one, $2, never recouped uh, since then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and they're on the Tehran stock exchange. Those are mad. Those are uh, things that happen geopolitics. There's uh, things yeah. that happen in the world that you can't control. So there's always a risk whenever you go into the market. You so, can't say there's no risk. Any market, there's always a risk to buy and sell. And what is your tolerance to risk? Oh, if I you like don't that. have a high tolerance of risk don't go too much in the market because you know the market it's like a, a pyramid it's like a casino it's like uh you know there's uh you buy and then i'll buy and then there's another buyer on top of us and it's gonna move up and move up because their companies are they're good companies but it's still like you know pyramid yeah. you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying it's a it's 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 a, it's a form of a well i say yes a circular pyramid yeah uh, yeah if we exactly. can even say that yeah, um, in a way. Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's uh, it's sort of like, you know, it's a, some yeah. kind of circular thing where money's flowing in and then money could be flowing out. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, because there's why, not always a winner on top, right? I mean, we can. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. So but what's the highest price? You know, the highest mm -hmm. price when there's a takeout and there's the price and that you get your money, That that's a lot of guys, especially in the mining industry, when you're buying a company <laughs> that you're looking for a project that probably is going to be a taken out by a major yeah. and that's where you got the high but you know how many people do you know that bought the high uh, bought the low and sold the high i don't know in my career i don't know i maybe know one guy because he got lucky in his mom's account and uh, he put some shares and the stock went to this price he hit them for a portion and then the, the stock collapsed but he had hit the high and we laugh about it uh, when we talk about that. And uh, he's a president of a company called Darian uh, Phosphate. That's a very uh, intriguing company also. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, um, so just, uh, so, uh, you know, the it's always uh, wondering what's your risk, what's your tolerance, and how much, like, how much you want to risk. Uh, you know, you have, I don't know, you have a portfolio of, whatever amount well how much are you ready to risk either in high risk companies which could have a high return or you could lose it all or in a companies like uh gold uh, gold banks uh, gold uh, companies banks uh you know insurance companies uh you decide what your tolerance of risk is and that's why financial planners are and that's why brokers are there for you yeah, for to to aid in diversifying your portfolio yeah, diversify, when people yeah. when people yeah. don't really know what they're doing. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, so your gems that you mostly look for is on the venture market. Usually, they're on the venture or the the CSE. Usually, it's companies that will, uh, like I said before, will uh, call either got a cold call or somebody heard of me and he wants to know my opinion, wants to know. If I could help them out, I'll then I'll look at the management, look at the project, look at the capital structure. Capital structure is very important from the start. 
and try to do my due diligence. Like you said, do your homework, do your due diligence, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so I try to do that. And sometimes, you know, we, we're not divine and we're not, uh, we can make mistakes. Everybody. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. No, but you get a good salesman that really tells you a good story and uh, you know, he, he puts you to sleep and you really get, uh, you know, you get involved and maybe you shouldn't have, but Emp you know, we, we're, we're all, we're all uh, human beings and you oh, know, yeah. that's, well, it's you important know, to know that. We're all trying to make money and now with the inflation going up and everything like that, we're trying to make more money, but the stock market isn't listening. So that's not very good. <laughs> it's harder. You know, yeah, it's harder. It's harder. Yeah. The long-term bonds, the cryptos, uh, you know, we're, you know, the market, uh, the real estate, everything is in dire straits right now and um it's not looking too good with inflation creeping up and then you know having you know um, another 0.75 going up on uh, on the interest rates oof i mean uh, hopefully and, and then if you listen to the fed yesterday they're talking about another 125 basis points from uh, the next two meetings so you know uh it's not looking good i mean they they you know i've been hearing people they need this market to crash even more uh, to bring it around 2007 levels in order to to aid in stopping the inflation rise. I don't know if that's because they'll get they get money back or whatever. I, no, you know, you're it, talking it, about the standard fours. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, so that's why tolerance of risk, right? Uh, if you have a good company, yes, it's moving down, but uh, is it? still well capitalized the projects are going uh you know what i mean in every any sector yesterday i was talking with a company evergen evgn and you know stock is at 220 uh on the venture and uh, they have 17 million in cash they're going to be a bit that positive uh, this year three million a bit that positive uh and you and they have only not even 14 million out they have an issuer bid that they're buying back their stock why is people selling? That's panic. It's panic. It's panic. Evergen, that's, that's a gas and oil company, company, right? Yeah, a renewable energy. Renewable. renewable so gas and oil and renewable energy. It's yeah, more a renewable energy. Yeah. More renewable, renewable energy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But so you're saying, you know, why are people getting out? And it doesn't make sense because if you look at the capitalization with the cash they have and the revenues they're making and the bid that they're gonna make. And there's new projects coming on board uh, and they're well capitalized wise people sound that's when i say there's panic in the market oh yeah and you could find really good opportunities right oh, now yeah. right now yeah and and uh, it's time to do your homework and put some money at risk in these really good companies that will survive and could maybe do two three five ten times your money and that's you know? because it's mostly in the venture market that's why yeah. you like the venture yeah. market exactly uh, exactly i have i have one more question before uh, we end off the show and because i know that in the next shows we're going to get a little bit more into technicalities maybe some keywords you know and educating uh the public on certain keywords and recently uh, you know, we have a company here and you spoke to me about this company a while ago. And like, you know, I just kicked myself in the head, not having the funds to have been able to transfer it into there because I, I was stuck in the cruise lines because uh, I went overweight. 
And this company was um, the ticker symbols PMET, P-M-E-T, Patriot yeah. uh, Battery Metals. Yeah. Now, they just signed a 20 million flow through agreement. Okay. Yeah. So, and this is where I would like to start off for the next yeah, that was, shows. Yeah, that and, was a, that was a, it's a charity flow through. That was a, that was a very interesting, very interesting question. Because so, so wait, let me just ask you a question for a lot of people out there. They might see the 20 million that they get this 20 million. There's an agreement. Everybody's like, but to some people, they might not know the key word here, like flow through. So, yeah. so it's very important that we understand the technicalities of what that exactly means. Can you explain to, to, to us what a flow through agreement means and how this uh, will help increase the value of Patriot battery metals? Okay, so flow through uh, financing, it's mostly in the, you have it in the oil and gas or the mining industry. This, in this case, is the mining industry in Quebec. When you're doing a flow through is that you're giving the, sh the people that are buying this flow through credits that they could get up to maybe 30, their real cost will be about 33 to 40%. I, you know, we'll have to talk to a fiscalist to tell us how much exactly it would cost, especially in Quebec. But that money that is raised has to go in the ground. So it's money that will be raised and it goes to do drilling and do field work to get the project even bigger or work on the project. So flow through like they did, I think they had a hundred nine percent premium. Yeah, it's like thirteen dollars. I don't remember. I'm just I'm just rounding out. I, I I think it is thirteen something. It was a hundred nine percent insane premium. So so they they're gonna issue only one point five million dollars, uh, one point five million shares at a price of thirteen dollars some odd cents which was 109%. All right, everybody, if you really like that show and you see the direction that we're going to, that will be continued on our next show. We will be deep diving into companies, the meaning and terminology of certain things. Believe me, there's so much more to come with analyzing the venture markets with Alain the Bid, Belin from Bid Capital Fine Wines. Always remember, research, prepare, plan, execute, stay strong, and on to the next show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Between Plays Stock Market Strategies hit the like and the subscribe button. Head off into our description below if you'd like to know where all of our social media links are and also the podcast, whether it be Apple or Spotify. We will be doing interviews with CEOs, with analysts, and it's not only on the stock market itself, but also on cryptocurrencies and blockchains. We will have guest speakers. We will be doing panels. You will be able to enjoy a lot of different content. Have a great day and always remember, research, prepare, plan, execute. Stay strong.